episode of the WASD and Beyond podcast. You'll notice this week that Evan is not here. Though I might I might upload this on Thursday, which is tomorrow at the time of this recording. You'll probably get two episodes this week. We'll figure it out. I got Logan with me, and uh, we're being naughty boys because we are both at work, and it's hilarious, and I shouldn't Calling be doing this. Calling us out right now, Doug. It's fine. Your work's not going to listen to this. The only people at my yeah, work thanks. I have to worry about is the mechanics who listen to the show. So they're going to be like, ooh. They're going to they're gonna be like, hey, motherfucker. I heard you're that spicy, shit. You're a spicy boy. Dude, <laughs> uh, absolutely spicy. But this is going to be a quicker episode. Uh, so that's why I'll probably upload it tomorrow. You can expect to hear Logan on this week's main episode, though, with Evan and myself. Uh, I think we're going to talk about a happy topic but if that topic doesn't come out this week it's going to be related to some pretty cool shit that's been going on um in regards to adaptations when it comes to film and television for video games uh the good the bad and the ugly we're revisiting that episode with fresh ears for all you listeners logan before we get started do you want to tell everyone who you are if they don't know you where they can find you sure um I'm a part of Build Bros. So I am a part of Spawn Camp with Build Bros. Uh, you can find me at ZealousHanger.us on Instagram, and you can find us at Build Bros underscore US for our main podcast channel. Um, I'm a Gunpla guy who plays video games. We were just saying earlier, this is my perspective as a, a gamer who's not a heavily invested gamer. I play things when they come out, and I like them, and I keep on waiting until games come out but i don't stay up to date with news or stuff like that but we'll see both perspectives from someone who's a little bit more invested in the community itself versus someone who just plays the games for the games right and obviously logan and i are a part of the spawn camp network again logan being a part of build bros me being wasd and beyond but as a collective we are part of spawn camp that's including the diggity podcast and obo please head over to our uh twitter so you guys can join the Discord that we have set up. Uh, in that Discord, everything is free. There are no paywalls. There are no limitations on that server. I mean, obviously, don't join in being a racist piece of shit or anything like that. But come join. Come have fun. Watch movies with us. We watch TV. We play video games together. We create content. Even if you're new, more than likely, if we're playing a game together, you'll be a part of the video. It's a community. We're friends. Just hop in. Make some new friends. It's all worth it. Again, Spawn Camp Co., us, 
So that's WASD and beyond, Build Bros, Diggity, and OBO. And be sure to tune in on the next OBO where Logan utterly Stop destroys his mouth with a hot chip from Pocky One Chip Challenge. Could be awesome. But let's get you right into hurts it. Me, huh? You know what hurts me about that? I talked to Pride about that, and Pride's like, I can get a whole bowl of those. It's like, I hate you. There's no fucking <laughs> way. Then I guess Pride's going to have to do it on camera. No, he refused. Oh, weird. Pride. Well, I'm calling you out on the show, Pride. And I will make sure you listen to this episode at least three minutes, 30 seconds in. <laughs> but anyways, let's get right into it. So again, I want to talk about the decline of what we've been seeing coming out in video games as of late. Obviously, Gamescom just happened. And personally, I thought there was a lot of cool shit that was at Gamescom. But there was a lot of things that I've noticed that just seems rinse repeat. A lot of the quote unquote new worlds we're seeing created by these developers and all this new stuff we're seeing. It all looks rinse repeat to me. Same fucking intro. It's just some fucking heavy metal riff where a dude has a sword and he's just slashing through. Cool. I've seen that. It's called Doom. Or a fucking dude with a shotgun or this isn't that. It's cool to reuse a lot of the shit. But when I see it every fucking trailer or every fucking game. It's just the that's what I'm talking about in the decline because you, you're not going to be Doom Eternal. You're not going to be the original Doom. You're not going to be Quake. You're not going to be Half Life. You're not going to be The Last of Us. Any and all of that shit. Like, it's just Shout not. Shout out to Evan. He said Quake one time. I said Quake one time. I checked that off his bingo list. But that's my, that, that's my issue. Like, there are cool things coming out. Like, Metal Hellsinger. That's not my typical style of game, but it looks sweet. So, like, a game like that is doing good. Uh, Cult of the Lamb. I've been playing a lot of that, and that is awesome. It's an awesome fucking game that is so addicting that I wish I was playing it right the fuck now. But then you look at these AAA franchises who really... It's not indie devs doing it either for the most part. A lot of the indie studios are killing it with like these new games, these new IPs, these new fucking franchises that are starting to blossom, these new worlds and ways to play, and that's awesome. But then you see all these older AAA titles like Assassin's Creed, uh, Call of Duty, Battlefield. I could keep going on and on and on. Uh, you know what? GTA remasters. We could talk about that. The remasters that came out that were a, a fucking atrocious. The new Saints Row. Have you those seen are, it? I, I didn't play any of those um, GTA re-releases with the updated. Uh, <laughs> updated everything. Apparently updated everything. <laughs> and Dude, I no. never played it, but I got to see a great, uh, a great, like, two weeks worth of memes oh yeah and uh very much knew not to spend my money on that from them they made it look quote unquote pretty but all they did was make it look soulless when you they, they say hey look at this remaster you're not it looks soulless like all these people like posting g-man lives posted a video yesterday or the day prior about the new saints row game which is trash the game looks fucking awful it's a buggy mess so, again, a franchise like Saints Row... Oh, that's actually interesting, because I know they had the issues when they released the original trailer, and they had a lot of issues. Like People yep. thought the protagonists were really weird and out of place, and there's a whole lot of issues they had. And they came, you know, they disappeared for a bit, you know, from my perspective, and they came back, and it seems like the community forgave them, and they fixed yeah. those issues. And now you're telling me they released it, and everyone's like, this is actually fucking horrible. It's unfinished. The game is unfucking finished Oh, my lord. But on top of that, like I'm saying, with what he had said, G-Man lives, and he made a great point. 
all of these things look so soulless. Like the characters look soulless as fuck. It's you look at all these videos online of people like quote unquote recreating like games like Max Payne, GTA three and shit like that in Unreal Engine five. And it doesn't have that same life that the originals had. It looks pretty, but then you actually look at it you're like, oh, this just it's, it's a soulless thing. Like it had no I'm sure there was love put into it. But when I look at it, I'm like, yeah, it looks good, but that's about it. Saints Row right. does not look good. The new one does not look good by any means. It, it It's unfinished. And again, it's just the trend in AAA gaming is just pump it out. They're going to fucking buy it, whatever, uh, i.e. Cyberpunk 2077. The people at the top are like, just get this fucking thing out because we keep delaying it when we keep saying it's going to be released this date. Uh, no, scratch that. It's releasing next date. So, right. well, at this point, I don't want to see release date fucking anything. And it's almost like what it comes down to, to people with like pre-orders and stuff and not getting their hopes up anymore. Like, I feel like two, three years ago, there was a really high craze where a game came out. You made sure you pre-ordered that shit. You got the premium deluxe because, you know, you could... The decline wasn't as bad back then, so you were kind of just like, oh, this will probably be a good game. This will right. probably be worth it. And then you started getting burned over and over and over again. Yeah. You go, you know, uh, I'm just not going to pre-order anything anymore, and I'm simply going to wait like a month, see some YouTube reviews or see some like ratings online and see if it absolutely flopped or people were like, this is pretty solid. You should buy it. And then guess what? I'll buy it. <laughs> That's literally how I feel about fucking everything. The problem is, though, it dates so far back. And, like, I don't know if it was due to how young we may have been or just, like, having our hopes. Because, like, you you could date it back to the Xbox, like, to any fucking console, really. But, like, when a game came out on PS2, PS3, Xbox 360, Xbox, like, all those consoles, like, were they always fucking great? No. But the difference was when a game came out like Max Payne or The Last of Us or anything like that, like it came out and it was good. There was bugs, sure. L- Legacy of Kane's a great example of a game that came out and fucking worked. There's bugs. There's bugs, but it's that not aren't unfinished. Necessarily game breaking though. Like sure, you could probably find one. Like I was watching some speedrun stuff and some older Zelda games and what have you have like um. There was one that was like if you are spamming a button. Yeah. While the cutscene, when you click start on the opening start screen and you're spamming this the start button, it'll freeze the black screen oh, that fuck. it fades into and soft locks the game. So sure, there's bugs like that, but there's not bugs if you play the game to a normal level that are breaking the game to be unplayable. They yeah. were polished to the point where you could at least play the game normally from start to finish and have a good time. There's games releasing now where you can literally not do that. Like you literally no. have to wait for a soft patch or for a, a patch from the developers that fixes that bug until you can re- go revisit it. Well, again, look at Cyberpunk. Opposed Cyberpunk's release opposed to a game like I'll just say Ocarina of Time. <laughs> Ocarina of Time comes out, you plug the fucking game in, it just fucking works. Right, it works as intended. Yes, again, there are problems with those older titles. There, absolutely, to say there's not is fucking naive. But opposed to you look at Ocarina of Time, and again, I I understand people are gonna be like, well, look how small it is in comparison. I get that, 
but they gave you what was promised right then and there. This is what you're going to get. This is what you're going to play. If you want to, I feel like it, it was back in like 2010, 2005, yeah. like that. Like, obviously, I was born in 1997. So in 2005, I was probably just like realistically getting into video games and like had the original Xbox probably had it already or if it was coming out was going to own it as that was my first like console yeah a big black box oh yeah and the first game i ever had was halo the first halo and i used to play the campaign with my dad split screen the game worked and, like, though <laughs> and we had the best time and then halo 2 came out we played the campaign and then, then i started playing um halo 3 multiplayer and he could not get into multiplayer <laughs> so he kind of abandoned the gaming world from there and i carried on but like those games, yeah, like those consoles, they had like you know the Red Ring of Death for the three sixty. Yeah, oh yeah, I got, I got that, I got that. I almost set my house on fire wrapping it in blankets and trying yep, to wrap it in it. damp towels and shit. Yeah, and trying to overheat it by plugging it in. Yeah, it was dumb. Um, but they still worked, and they are still playable. There's a chance that that might happen, but they were still playable, and some people had great times playing it. What a mass audience where 99% of the player base is like, this is unplayable. You shouldn't have released that. Quality is so low right now in the industry that, again, Cyberpunk. And I guess what I, I will equate Cyberpunk to a game like, look at World of Warcraft, I guess. And that game has fucking problems, too. And I, under, I understand that. But that was such an ambitious game when it I came out. I was a out. World of Warcraft guy when it came out when I was a kid. Right. Like, but like, I didn't play it like that much, but like that was a fun game. It definitely, I had I had a shitty PC, so like I was one of those kids. Yeah. Definitely saw some like really weird frame rate issues and bug yeah. issues and stuff. But like it did, they were split second, or like they never made me have to fully restart a raid or fully restart a mission or quit in and quit out. Like I always was able to just like sit there for a second, it would like refresh itself, and I'd move on. Right you know and again for everyone who's listening is like well these did have i understand all those games i have said had bugs but it's not like this cyberpunk 2077 was so fucked when it was released that it was removed from the playstation marketplace again like, removed had so many had so many um refunds that sony stopped giving them out and there was like mass anger about it and they started giving them out again like a month later sony doesn't do refunds for games that you purchase they they, they don't <laughs> they did then because of the quality of that fucking game and that is my issue what well the thing that scares me too yeah. is that to your point the quality of the issue but we live in a time now where I have never seen so much content being dumped exactly it's just non-stop uh... Like, it, that's another problem. It's just people want it fast. So when you want something fucking fast, they have to deliver fast. Look at Battlefield 2042. A game full of fucking broken promises and things that nobody fucking wanted. They basically put in a hero system. You can call it what you want. It's a fucking hero system that nobody fucking needed or wanted. All that people wanted was a class system and a fucking scoreboard. Yep. And not, and not even that. You banked so hard on the quality of your multiplayer, which was piss fucking poor, that you didn't even take the time, resources, or anything to go, you know what? People may also want a fucking a story, a campaign. They might want this. No, you went, okay, everyone wants multiplayer. Let's do multiplayer. Yeah, we all and want a multiplayer. That's also but... something for me who doesn't. So I'm like, you know, I brought up Halo. I 
whenever I buy a majority of games, not as much now, but I try to do my best. But I uh, <laughs> like I try, I try. Yeah, well, because it doesn't, it gets harder and harder to find. But a lot of games, to your point, don't have a campaign anymore. It's just a multiplayer game you log into. Sucks. And I used to be very much a person that's like the multiplayer is cool, but I want a single player or multiplayer campaign that I can play with myself or my friends. Yeah. And like I play that a couple of times and then I hop into multiplayer. And that was always kind of my thing. Like whenever I bought the new Halo or Call of Duty, I yep. refused. When I was a kid, I refused to play online until I played the, uh, the campaign through at least once. Yeah. And I'd get on with my friends, but I wanted to understand the story. So like, going on steam and i see new releases i'm like this game looks sick and then it's like massive mmo yeah. like rpg i'm like oh I, like like and then they're like uh the one that's the biggest sins i see so many cool concepts for games that could be such cool single player multiplayer campaign style games and they're just fucking fortnites and i'm like oh my god i hate it here well like you can look at a game like no man's sky a game that came out notoriously fucking dead and they have turned that entire fucking game around. That game is now beloved by everybody. And it knows no bounds at this point. There's so many games coming out that are just killing it too, though. That's my fucking issue. So all the good games that do release, all the studios that are trying their best, there's just this shadow above them of all the AAA titles from yonder years going, just release as fast as you can. Assassin's Creed is fucking awful take years to create these games the, i don't care anyone says Valhalla legacy trash. games legacy games you can games that are just coming out you don't need in my opinion to take as much time on because it's all about like the concept and proof of concept you make a pretty decent game that has its issues and people really love it and then you make a second one don't pump the content of that second yes. one out as fast as you can because you know people want it people want it because they want to see what you can do better take two years three years and flesh out extra if you need to like especially when you're in like you said like assassin's creed or call of duty and stuff take take you don't need to release a game every year take the time to master the last game that you and learn from the last game yeah. Take like five years to develop a game and drop it and just make it an absolute banger. You don't need to drop uh, three DLCs, four DLCs every year with a new game every year. Plus, every other game has three DLCs coming up for like backup because you're just dumping content that is so not even mild on the, on the spectrum of temperature. It's straight up just cold dead trash dead fish dude it's fucking dead fish and i you know the i godzilla was skins the godzilla and kong skins that i was seeing i don't play call of duty anymore but like the kong those skins that i saw in call of duty and then and to your point again how broken and how not fleshed out it is i literally saw someone glitch a map where they kong and godzilla are fighting on the map and you can like die by them yeah some guy literally got into a helicopter and perfectly put himself in between Kong's legs because if you know if you get touched by him, it's an instant death. Yeah, yeah. He was able. His legs have a certain barrier that doesn't let you die. And he <laughs> sat there with the helicopter, and the blades are hitting the hell are hitting his legs and getting hit points. So he's racking up XP for every blade hit. Had oh like my 50, god! Like like a hundred and fifty thousand XP at the end of the map, like bonus for all that damage. Oh my god, dude! And I get. That's fucking awesome, first and foremost. I love little... Like, shit like that is funny. But, like, 
again, I was gonna I was gonna shit on Call of Duty, but I can't because of this. The next one's coming out soon, Modern Warfare Two, and they are so fucking confident this is gonna be good that if you pre-order, you get the campaign a week prior. Now that that could be one of two things: either they're very confident in this title and this Call of Duty that that's what they're doing, or because every time a Call of Duty comes out, you have to decide: am I hopping into multiplayer first? to keep up with the leaderboard yes. or am I going to play the fucking campaign? This alleviates that immediately. And I yeah. think that is beautiful. I'm so stoked to see the call of duty team go, fuck it, do this. Let's do that. Amazing. I agree with that. Yeah. No, I remember when the first, the first time I played online in a call of duty game was modern warfare two. It was like a year after it released. And I just decided to play one day. And like I had to play the campaign, you know, 20, 30 times at that point. And I hopped in and like the closest that it could rank me to in a match was like level 70s and prestige one and twos. And I was literally a level one. And I was like, wow, I, am I have fucked. really missed the fucking train on this one. <laughs> oh, my God. I grinded my way up there, you know, but like it was just like, you know, I understand what you mean at that sense. Right. Like, do you? invest in the story and play the story out and learn about the actual game yeah. or do you say fuck the content i want to go be on the leaderboards and learn how to be a good multiplayer player and that's personally that that's not me i like playing multiplayer but like i would much rather play the game first regardless if because i bought the i bought the game for the story because i was interested in that yeah. i'm going to play it for that to learn more about it and then afterwards i'll play the multiplayer so i can understand the maps and understand where i'm playing and like have that lore and stuff behind it absolutely dude and you know there are studios that are killing it the one i will bring up since we are short on time is night dive night dive is killing it with everything that they're remake remastering and redoing their system shock game looks amazing the fucking demo i played was really fun and it didn't feel completely complete which was a redundant statement that i just made but legend it was a demo and I, from what they are showing off in that demo, I'm very excited for Night Dive System Shock. So studios like Night Dive, you know, and then you got Devolver and just all these people doing awesome fucking things. I am hopeful. That is the thing. I am hopeful that these AAA studios are about to get fucking, they're going to get the fucking chair kicked out from under them and they're going to hang themselves basically by not putting out good fucking content and good games. Like, the last AAA game that I really dove deep into was Elden Ring. Did it have problems? Yes. Did it work? Absolutely, it worked because there was love put into that game. So there that's where love I, put into that game. That's where I'm going to leave my statement on that is these games that come out like Elden Ring, um, the, the System Shock that's coming out soon, and a bunch of other, like Cult of the Lamb and games like that like make me hopeful. But other than that, and the new Call of Duty, I am stoked for. I'm not a really, not a really big Call of Duty guy. I play it when I'm bored and just really can't think of anything. Um, I play Rocket League. And, and Logan's Rocket a big League. Rocket League guy, which that game just works. <laughs> it just fucking works. Mm, from what mm, I've seen. From what I've seen. It has its issue. The thing with Rocket League is, is you have to have really good internet and like you have to make uh, sure you have you you have to make sure that you don't meet the minimum requirements. You have to exceed it just because. It's so unstable in those matches sometimes, but if you have those things, it does play well. Right. But it's so sensitive on that that it kind of can make or break a game. Like 
Playing that game on PS4 with bad internet is unplayable. I play everything on. I if if it's if it's not a single player game, I play it on my computer. Yeah, that's Ragnarok fair. and things like that. I don't think it's coming to PC anytime soon. But like Last of Us, Ragnarok, uh, but like that's the difference. See, like, like you that, can, I'm playing you on my can, PlayStation. You can play on your PlayStation, or you play on your PlayStation because it doesn't come out on PC. It's like you have you love that game so much, you have a need, like a want to play it to yeah. that level. I, this is like the same with that I was talking about yesterday with Evan with movies. Like I can wait. Like uh, I love the God of War franchise. I can wait until it gets released on PC. My PS4 has become a Netflix YouTube paperweight for all, our TV. All of my room. consoles, minus my Steam Deck, are just paperweights. There was one more thing I wanted to bring up, and then we are signing off. Look at Halo Infinite really quick. When that, I was gonna say sorry, to cut you off here, but yeah, I was yeah. gonna say really quick, Neon Dash, Neon Dash. That game is gorgeous. I heard that game is gorgeous. Has almost no bugs. Is so fun. Comes with like forty-five songs, map creation, map sharing, and downloading, so you can play other people's maps. I need to play this game. I think and get times. It's fifteen dollars, and a guy did it by himself in two years and just randomly dropped it at twelve o'clock like last week. And Midnight Fight a Express, fabulous game. That's a game that I pl- I played the demo for. It's called Midnight Fight Express. Some just dude in Poland, I believe, made this game. I played the demo. It was fucking flawless. The game is amazing, and I need to buy it. It's out now. If you have the money, buy, what, what was that, Neon Dash? Neon Dash, yeah. 100%. Buy Neon Dash and buy Midnight Fight Express. Those games are fucking i've seen midnight uh yeah at 12 o'clock and then at like two o'clock i checked steam and it had like 1800 reviews and it was overwhelmingly positive that's so sweet and i know midnight fight express if i'm not mistaken is doing really fucking good as well um so please buy those games and get cult of the lamb but halo infinite they show it off everyone is stoked at first and then you start to like dive deep and that's where the craig meme comes in of the of the brute who looks like fucking xbox 360 days it's like what the fuck is this they got shit on so hard they had to push back development and work on it longer because everyone's like that's unacceptable we need more of that and they still fucked up with the multiplayer which we're not going to get into yeah well they also did that whole thing where you know they did a bunch of play tests and they they actually took into people's consideration from what i understand like a majority they did they did there were still Um, problems with like the monetary shit that everyone's like, but it was what more the like fuck? the sound effects for the guns, the yeah. feel of the guns, the feel of jumping and movement. They all they tweaked all those things yeah. based off of people literally just playing on that training map against AI bots for like a week opening. Yeah, and then they came back and re-released the second opening. People were like, "Oh my god, this this feels so much better now." I was a part of that playtest, and I was fucking very stoked to give my feedback. It felt like I was, I it felt like I was heard. For sure, because I, when I hopped into the second flight test, I, I think it was called. It didn't feel like it was a a, a survey being dumped <laughs> yeah. into a no yeah. reply email that just yeah. gets deleted every month. And you're like, right. okay, next. So I, I want to see more of that. I, I am hopeful, um, and that's where I'll leave that off on. Logan, is there any last words you want to put out there in regards to this topic? <sighs> I hope it gets better. I would like to see <laughs> less. So I just want, I don't play games that often, like in terms of buying new stuff. So I am very much okay with longer release times, better yeah. quality games. Absolutely. That's if I play yeah. the same five games for a year and then a year goes by, that year goes by and one game gets released that's been developed for two years and it's just a smash. 
Yeah. Hell yeah. I would oh. have that all day long versus 14 different franchises shoving 17 different pieces of content down my throat. That's all. Eh. Yeah, absolutely. That's where I am. Also, Midnight yeah. Fight Midnight Fight Express is getting great reviews. Very positive on Steam. Go pick that up. Neon Dash, as Logan said, very good yeah. reviews. Get yeah, Dash, I think, till the 28th, too, is doing a sale because he launched it and um, basically like a thank you for believing in me. It's Where, where is Neon Dash? Steam? Are you sure it's called Neon Dash? Yeah. No, you mean Neon White? No. Oh, oh you're talking about the Rocket League. League game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was about Neon White. No, Neon Dash, that like arcadey like drift game. Yeah, like that time yeah, hell game. yeah, get that fucking shit. That game is literally developed by one guy in two years, and it has almost no bugs. He dropped it, and when he dropped it, it had ten percent off immediately. I'm sorry, Neo Dash. Neo ten, Dash, thank you. Ten percent off immediately for like a thank you for trusting us, essentially. Yeah. Um, and it is performing. Trying to go, let me go to the store page really quick here. Pop that in my wish list right now. Yeah, it has a very positive review and it still has the 10% off. So it is currently $14.39. Oh my God, the offer ends in seven minutes and 45 seconds. I get it. I don't have money. We're not getting into that. (laughs) All right, guys. (laughs) Logan, one last time, please tell them all where you're from and when the Build Bros releases episodes. We release episodes sometimes. I am terrible <laughs> with the schedule because Kobe Tuesdays does and all Thursdays that. usually. Thank you, baby girl. <laughs> but you can f- I know all of our socials though. I'll tell you that much. There you go. <laughs> you can find me at zealoushanger.us and you can find Bill Bros at BillBros underscore US. And when you go on to the our main page, you'll find all of our information for all of our personal pages. So you can follow follow the other three of us. Hell yeah. And again, you guys can find WASD and Beyond WASD on Twitter and Instagram. We are part of the Spawn Camp Network. We release episodes every Friday and sometimes on Wednesdays for a hot fix at 7 a.m. And YouTube videos are coming back. Get ready for that, which has been really chaotic over here. Uh, Join the Discord. Have fun. See you guys soon. Take it easy. I need to get back to work before I get fucking fired. Bye, guys. Hell yeah. Bye, everyone. This is the WASD and Beyond Podcast.